Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. So this week, uh, first week of the new year, I want to tell you all a story. There's a lot of kind of stories intertwined here, but I'll give you just kind of a brief overview. Um, So there was a gentleman that I knew. I've talked about him before on this podcast, but I'll call him Bob. And uh, Bob was always very difficult to get on his calendar. And so I would just like, you know, text him every now and then, uh, give him a phone call, that kind of thing. And most of the time he just didn't respond. Um, Even though he was someone that like liked me a lot, he was just kind of, uh, I don't know, he was a slippery person to get a hold of. And one day I texted him and he was like, oh yeah, uh, you know, I was texting him to maybe go see him in a week or two. And he was like, oh, I'm recovering from surgery. How about you come bring me lunch at my house? <laughs> and so uh, so he texts me what he wants for lunch. I go pick it up. <clears throat> and then uh, I go over there. We start eating. And we're just hanging out in his living room. And then while he's there, and this is very typical Bob, his phone rings. And he's like, oh, shoot. He's like, I, he's like Kevin, I totally forgot. I already... Uh, <laughs> I already invited another friend of mine over. He's coming over for lunch. So uh, I guess I'm eating two lunches. And um, so <laughs> after we after we finished up, his friend comes over. And it just so happens that this guy, the friend, is the owner of a huge billion-dollar company. And uh, he's just really good friends with this guy. So comes over. I get to meet him. That's a whole nother story. Wound up getting a visit with that guy. He gave a gift a little while later. That's a whole story. Um, But then anyway, while... Okay, so yeah, so I meet... So Bob introduces me to his other friend who runs this company. But before that happens, I'm talking to Bob and he... At some time recently, he told me, I think it was, it might've been that day. He was like, he's like, man, you look like you've been working out, Kevin. What are you doing? And so I told him about how at the time I was doing this, this push-up challenge, which I think I've talked about on the podcast before, um, where I did, so for a year, I did this several years ago, where for every day, it's like day one, I did one push-up. Day two, I did two push-ups. Day three, did three push-ups. And I just added one every day for a whole year. And so if you do it for what I did the whole year, 365 days, you do 66,613 push-ups. So you wind up doing a lot of push-ups. And Bob uh, had noticed I'd been doing something. So I start telling him about this push-up thing. And uh, and, he's, and he just thinks it's the greatest thing ever. Now, <laughs> this relates to another friend of Bob's who uh, is an executive at another billion dollar company. And so I knew Bob was good friends with this guy. So, (laughs) so Bob knows I've been trying to get a referral to Steve for a while. And, uh, I think he'd, he'd maybe tried to connect me once before, but you know, nothing, nothing ever came of it. 
And so Bob tells me, he's so amazed at this push-up thing. He's like, if you send me a video, he's like, I can't believe, because I think at the time I was like around day 300, he was like, I can't believe like you can do that many push-ups. He's like, if you send me a video of you doing 300 push-ups, and these aren't all in one set, but you know, I would do them <laughs> over the course of a day or 30 minutes or something like that. Uh, <laughs> he's like, if you send me a video of doing doing all those push-ups, I will personally go over to this guy's house and tell him that he's got to meet with you. So, <laughs> so just the next day, you know, day 300 or whatever it was, uh, just film myself doing my push-ups and uh, do a little fast forward so it's not as boring and send it over to Bob. And he winds up making, winds up making the phone call. And yeah, I think he went over and like had lunch with the guy and starts telling him how amazing I am in the organization I worked for. And he's like, you got to meet with Kevin. So, and then he made an email introduction. Now that email introduction didn't uh, turn into a visit immediately, but this is the real, all those parts of the story are just kind of entertaining. It was just fun. Um, great times. But this is the, this is the point of the story that I think is what I the point I want to get across today. And that was uh, several months later after this happened, I uh, you know was living in living in Dallas and I had some visits out in Midland, Texas. And so I you know got on the plane. it was like a you know six something am flight, so I'm waking up at four, get to the airport, fly over there. I think I had three visits that day. And I could talk about some of those, but one of them was like a, a decent visit. And then the second one fell through last minute. The third one was a total bust. <laughs> and, oh, and, and to top it all off, as soon as I got to Midland, it happened to be the day that I was supposed to follow up with someone else that I just asked for a $50,000 gift. And I, I was very confident. I thought this was this gift was going to come through. And so I call this guy up and he tells me that he's like, no, uh, you know, it turns out I, you know, I realized I'm the, the chairman of the board of this other organization and I haven't given them anything. So I really should, should start giving more there. So I'm, I'm not going to do that gift with your organization. And so it was kind of like a bummer day. <laughs> um, and I mean, th there were some good things that happened on some of those visits, but there was nothing that was like, wow, this was a great, super productive day. But anyway, coming back after, you know, a day of visits out in Midland, get back on the plane, fly back to Dallas. It's like seven o'clock, 7 p.m. You know, I'm leaving the airport. I'm in my car and I decide, you know what? I'm going to call up Steve, this dude that I had now... By this point, it had been like six years from the first time that I learned about this guy until this day. And I had called him every, uh, you know, every couple weeks, once a month, sometimes longer than that, trying to schedule a visit. And, you know, I had this this new introduction from from Bob, but I decided to call him up. It was like 7 p.m. And I talked to him once before years ago. And he said he'd visit with me, but then it it fell through when it came to uh, scheduling time through his assistant. And so I'm I'm in my car coming back from the airport. You know, it's like you know what? The last time I talked to to Steve, it was it was in the evening. So I'm just gonna call him again. Dial the number. He answers. 
and you know, I tell him, Hey, Kevin Fitzpatrick, uh, with heroic media. And he, he just immediately goes, wow, you are persistent. And we wound up getting the visit scheduled. We got it on the calendar and, uh, you know, get it, get it set in stone. And then, and it was like three months in the future. Cause he's just a crazy busy guy. And then the pandemic hit and everything fell apart. <laughs> and it was, we were supposed to meet like the week after the lockdown started. And, uh, so that fell through. And then before I could get it rescheduled, when things, uh, finally started <laughs> calming down, uh, I had started making my transition to consulting full time. So never wound up closing the loop on that one, but I did get the visit scheduled and, uh, will always wonder how it would have went. But my point here in this last week or in this first week of the year is start scheduling visits every chance you get. Don't give up on people. Um, so many people I talk to will tell me things like, man, I just can't get this person to respond. And I ask them, well, you know, when they might've had a visit with somebody and they're trying to get another one. And that visit was like two months ago. And so I'm like, okay, so how many times have you reached out to them that, you know, you can't get them to respond? It's like one or two times, maybe. It's like, you've got to remember, uh, this is not, we're so used to, you know, texting a friend to go get coffee or something and they respond within five minutes that, that you know, that's what we're, we think should happen. But it's nothing like that at all. When you're reaching out to somebody to schedule a visit, it's very normal that it might take you, you know, five or 10 or 20 attempts. That's not that weird. Um, and so, yeah, make this year the year that you just focus on getting visits scheduled every single day. Get a visit. Make sure you do not go a single month. If you're full-time in this work, don't go a month without having on average, you know, one, one visit every day of the work week. Like you shouldn't, there's no reason not to, um, if it's what you're doing full-time. And if you've got too many other responsibilities, well, let those drop before you drop going on visits. Make it the thing. Like I'm going on a visit. Uh, that's going on visits is my number one priority. If I have to drop something, it's going to be some weird random report or something that's being asked of me. I don't know, but you're going to have to say no to some things. Don't let it be going on visits. So that's my story for this week. I hope this episode was helpful. Um, if you liked it, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show grow. As always, I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from having lunch in somebody's house, getting introduced to two incredible philanthropists. <laughs>